one chain around my neck and that's it. Hey, all the hot girls make it pop, pop, pop. Bad bitches with the bag say, I, ay, ay. If you ain't talking about no money, tell them bye, bye, bye. And if we see a man ho, tell her, ha, ha, ha. Oh my god, welcome to episode 10 of the Perfect Blend Podcast, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. It's been a long time coming and I'm so excited to be back. Sorry I left you for a few weeks, but you know, I started my classes again and I just been trying to like focus on that and you know focus on my goals and a lot has been happening a lot has been happening these last few weeks and welcome back to the perfect blend podcast you guys you know once again I appreciate the ones who are still here with me this is a milestone because it is episode 10 this is my 10th episode well actually it's technically my 11th episode because remember I did two parts, okay, to episode seven, I believe. But anyways, this is officially episode 10, and I'm happy. This is my 10th baby. This not my 10th baby, but my 10th, you know, my 10th work. So I'm happy, and I thank you guys for staying, and you know, the ones who are listening to me, the ones who really, really check me out every time I post a show, and y'all are still riding with me. Thank you so, so much. So yeah, it's number 10. I'm so excited. Anyways, these last few weeks have been pretty hard. Um, And this is my first topic. And we all know what's been going on. Um, So two weeks ago, Nipsey Hussle was killed. Um, Nipsey Hussle is a a rapper. He is a a famous rapper um, based out of Los Angeles. Lawson to be exact. And, um, I remember the day that he passed, it was, um, I believe it was April Fool's Day and, um, I was out and about with my friend and we was up in, honey, we was up in Hollywood living our best life up in WeHo, girl, up at, you know, we was up in different bars and clubs and just having a good old time and I remember that um I got on my social media you know how you know how when we be out you know we check our little grandma or our little snap or whatever and um I checked my gram my my IG look at me trying to be cool I'm a mess but um I checked I checked my IG and um, I, I saw the post uh, via one of my favorite, you know, celeb brands, The Neighborhood Talk. Um, shout out to them. Shout out to Kyle. But um, anyways, it, it on you know, on the post, it said that Nipsey Hussle was shot six times. Now, at this time, they didn't announce that he passed away yet. So I put my phone down and I tell my homeboy, because both of us was lit. But I told him, I was like, look, 
I know we kind of gone right now because, you know, we didn't have some drinks and stuff like that. But I was like, look, Nipsey Hussle got shot. And he didn't really know who Nipsey Hussle was, child. So he was like, who? (laughs) And I was like, Nipsey, the rapper. And he was like, oh, I heard of him, you know, yada, yada, yada. And he was like, that's very unfortunate. And then, you know, he just went back to, you know, dancing or whatever. And then I sat there and I put my phone down and I was like, okay, like, I hope he didn't die. That's all I kept thinking. I was like, okay, well, let's just hope he didn't die. Because, baby, 2019 has been a mess. Like, as as far as celeb gossip goes, this has not been a fun year when it comes to the celeb stuff. Like, I feel like this, I don't know what is in the air in 2019, but, you know, typically when it comes to celebrity gossip, you know, it's usually, oh, who's sleeping with who? Who's dating who now? Who cheated on who? Did you watch this reunion? Who, you know, who just, who released a new album? Who's performing at the Grammys, you know, stuff like that, right? When it comes to artists and, you know, celeb artists and the, and the Kardashians and things like that. But, you know, 2019 has definitely been an intricate year in the fact that we opened up the year with this R. Kelly bullshit, right? The whole year was just drenched with R. Kelly. Like, and it was, and to this day, it's so wearing me the fuck out. Like, I absolutely hate talking about R. Kelly. Like, I just, I can't. I, Ugh, it exhausts me, right? And even my first episode of my show was about that situation. And, I, and you know, I remember kind of struggling with that. And then after that, we had the Jesse Smollett stuff, right? That was a mess, okay? A whole fucking national debacle, right? Then after that... Uh, mm, 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 mm. I just don't know. I just don't know, you guys. Now we have the Nipsey thing, and it's only April. And I'm just like, you know what? I don't know if I could take it no more. Like, I'm just like, these topics are very heavy. And I think that's why I took such a gap, you know, because my last episode was at the end of March. And I think I took a break after the Nipsey stuff broke. I I was kind of like, you know what? I feel like I'm kind of being overwhelmed (laughs) when it comes to the celeb stuff. And, And not only that, you guys, um... You know, I you know I do live in Los Angeles and stuff like that, and I uh, you know I'm I'm in I'm in the streets too. You know what I'm saying, and I'm not gonna say where I stay, but you know I'm in the vicinity kind of of where of where the Nipsey incident happened. You know, so I I you know I'm here, living. You know, I'm I'm a I'm 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 a person who lives in this town. You know, and um, it's scary because the energy. You know. After he died, I I just, the energy changed. And it has just been really, like, if if you live here, it's a different vibe. Now, I I get that the whole world is mourning for him. But for the people who live in this, and, and, you know, on Slauson and stuff like that, and who live in this area, and who live in this town, and who were actual fans of him, and who knew him, um, it's just such a devastating thing. And... And not only that, the the gang stuff that comes along with it, you know, some people have been shot, you know, surrounding this. A few a few shootings have erupted and a few, you know, gang on gang stuff has erupted. And I'm noticing that on social media, they're saying that it's unity. And honestly, I don't believe that it's unity, honestly. But, you know, because once again, we actually live here. But, you know, of course, social media is is running with their narrative. And I think that first and foremost, I just want to say, you know, R.I.P. Nipsey, R.I.P., you know, I, you know, of course, 
I didn't know him personally. A lot of us did not know him personally, but it's, it's a very unfortunate situation. And, you know, everyone's been asking me how I feel about it. It has been a little overwhelming. Sometimes I don't even want to talk about it, you know, because I'm just like, oh, my God, like, you know, somebody who was such an example, you feel me? And, you know, he did a lot for the community. He actually invested back in the community, you know, and he was over here really inspiring a lot of, um, especially young black men. He was inspiring a lot of young black men to take care of themselves and actually set goals and actually uplift their lives, you know. Um, but it's, 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 it's really sad because, you know, he was, he was the gang, you know, he was, you know, he was a part of the gang and stuff like that, but he also changed his life and, you know, we, we all don't really know why, you know, of course, for me, I was, I was overwhelmed because, you know, I'm seeing, I'm on my Instagram and I'm over here seeing everybody create these conspiracies. And I'm just like, oh my God, here we go with the conspiracies, you guys. And, you know, and it's, it's one of those things where for me, it, it got so bad as far as the way, I just felt like social media really created such a like, a train for this, you know, and it kind of got out of hand. For example, people were sharing the actual video footage of him being shot and, and him laying on the ground and, you know, the ambulance taking him away. And, you know, and for me, I literally blocked and unfollowed a few people who shared those videos, like actually everyone, everyone who shared the actual video footage of him in the aftermath of the shooting and the shooting. I couldn't watch it. I did not watch it and I refused to watch it. Um, and not only that, people shared, I believe I believe that there was footage of Lauren London, you know, crying in the hospital and everything. Um, and I, I, I heard that people were sharing that as well. I didn't see it, thank God. But for me, I just feel like out of respect for the, you know, for his family. You know, I, I refused to partake in that. And I feel like that kind of speaks to how social media can be very desensitized when it comes to death. And um, when it comes to real, real serious things sometimes. So for me, I just I felt like, you know what, like I, I really I got to unplug because this is really, really heavy. And um, it's just been a very somber, sad energy over over the black community as well, especially, you know, and, and, um, death is one of those things where I think we all handle it differently. And I think that some people publicly grieve, you know, and I think some people don't, I think some people need the time to themselves. So, you know, once again, I just want to shout out Nipsey and I asked an RIP to him and I also shout out Lauren London and and his family and her family as well and um you know this is very 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 sad you know and I just pray that people can utilize this to change you know I, I really pray that this that this can morph into something positive. And, and honestly, I'm a little scared, you guys. And let me tell you why. I'm scared because of, you know, the whole gang thing in, in Los Angeles. And, and in, in, in a town like this, you know, 
in any town, actually, not just L.A., but you notice how like in the summertime and in the spring, a lot of a lot of, you know, gang violence occurs, a lot of shootings occur, stuff like that. You know, a lot of people are torn. A lot of people are battling and stuff like that. And for me, I'm just praying to God that this doesn't turn into like a 100 days of summer. I remember, I believe it was like in 2016 or 2017. LA did this, the the gangs set out an announcement called 100 Days of Summer or some shit like that, where basically they announced that for 100 days straight, that they were going to be doing drive-bys and killing people. (laughs) And for me, I'm just like, bitch, no, okay? I I hope that this situation doesn't inspire evil, you know? And and for me, I'm, I'm just praying that that due to the sadness of it and due to the outcry and, and and due to the pain that we all feel that that we we can all collectively utilize this to start being safe and just utilizing this to just not hurt each other anymore you know and i know that this won't totally solve everything you know of course gangs are going to be gangs people are going to get hurt you know things are going to happen but at the same time I really hope that this that this opens the eyes of people who are in that life, you know, and it's just such a sad situation. And, um, you know, his funeral was, I believe, three days ago as well. And um, I did not watch the funeral because once again, I just couldn't. I just for me, I was just like, you know what, like it's a different energy when you live here. That's all I got to say. And for me, you know, I'm not from here. You know, I was not born and raised in L.A. I was not born and raised on slots and all that stuff like that. But, um, you know, you you can feel the energy. You know, I know people who knew Nipsey personally. I know people who knew him. You know what I mean? So I didn't know him or anything like that, but I've, I've, I know a few people who were like, I knew him. I went to high school with him. I went to element, you know, stuff like that. So, um, for me, it's just, I think it's just about respect and, you know, um, shout out to Lauren, shout out to the beautiful Lauren London girl. And I just, I can only imagine the devastation. So you guys, um, what she said was so beautiful. And now I did watch the clip of her statement at his funeral. I did watch that. And that's the only thing I watched. Um, and she, she said that he told her that, um, people never possess each other. They experience each other or something around the lines of that. Like you never possess anyone. You never own anyone. You experience someone. And she was saying how she was so thankful that she got the opportunity to experience him. And for me, I was like, oh, girl, I got to turn this off. I'm about to start crying, <laughs> you know. But um, it, it's it's just such a devastating thing. And it was definitely very unexpected. And, you know, life is just very unpredictable, you know. And once again, shout out to, to Nipsey and RIP and... You know, now the the next thing, there's a few things about this. The the, the first thing that I want to address is the LGBT community, the black LGBT community. Um, I was really disappointed. And, I, and the reason why I'm going to say I was disappointed is because I get it. Being black and LGBT, 
is a very, very painful experience. Being black, just a regular old black person, right? Being a black person who was born, you know, male or female, and you're, you're a cisgender, you agree with that. You know, you're living your life just as a regular guy or a regular girl who's straight, right? Both of these experiences are painful experiences, right? And, and usually when something happens to us, no one cares. That's, that's across the board. You know, why do you think Black Lives Matter came up? You know, fr- from queer black women originally, you know, to create awareness about things happening to us and the world not caring. You know, looking at black bodies as, as something that's discardable, that no one should care about, you know? So I, I was so disappointed in my in some of them and in, in some of the ways and some of the things that my black LGBT people were saying on social media. Like some of some of some of them were like, you know what, like I don't really support him. I don't really care because you know whenever something happened to us, nobody cares. And I and I and although I do understand that viewpoint, and although in some you know in a way it is kind of valid, I understand it. But for me, I'm kind of like, you know what? How does that create the bridge that we need? Yeah, we know that that black people, that, you know, straight and heterosexual black people tend to discard us as black LGBT people. We know that. We're used to it. It's sort of a part of this experience. It's normal and it's sad, but it's a normal reality for a lot of us who are, you know, gay or trans or bisexual or queer, whatever we are, you know, uh, for the ones who are different in the black world, we're often disowned. We're often kicked out of our houses. We're often homeless. We're often on the streets. And that that is the reality of a lot of black LGBT people. And a lot of us get killed. You know, a lot of us experience so much pain in this experience, right? So I, while while I do understand that part, at the same time, we cannot do the same thing. We can't. That we're literally over here saying, oh, well, fuck you. And it's sort of like, okay, y'all, look, at the time right now, this is not our moment. This is, this man passed away. And, you know, we gotta, I don't know. I mean, everyone has their different viewpoints. And, and I will say that I respect it. You know, I respect my, my LGBT people, especially my, my LGBT trans people who are like, you know what, I, honestly, like, I don't really have any space to care because, you know, my people are dying. You know, my, my, my black trans sister is dying. She got killed the other day for nothing, you know, and nobody cared. Nobody give a fuck at all. She's just another number, you know, I respect it because it is a reality. It's true. But at the same time, what I don't respect is the is the ongoing narrative of fuck them. It has to end somewhere, you guys. We have to care about each other. We really, really do. And I know it hurts. And it hurts all of us. Whatever we are, at the end of the day, we all we got, you know? And we won't get anywhere if we don't have our allies. And that's for my Black LGBT listeners, you know? And my LGBT listeners, at the end of the day, you need allies. So the only way to create that is to try to bridge and and stay connected to the people who support you. And there are straight people, there are straight black people who do support us too. 
Now, you know, we know that the black community is very homophobic and very transphobic. That is a normal part of this experience. We can all agree that that is a normal part of this. But at the same time, there are people who still love and support us as well. They are here too, you know, who are black and who are straight. So I just, I just really want that hate to stop. And for me, I was, so, I was really disappointed in some of my LGBT people who were kind of on here just being really insensitive. And, um, but at the same time, I can understand why they were insensitive because so many people are insensitive to us. So, you know, both, both, both views are very, very valid. So that's not me trying to take the light away from Nipsey at all, nor, nor am I trying to take the light away from the feelings of the black LGBT community. I I will call that shit out though. You feel me? On how we need to love each other. So, um, and we need to grow. We need to grow. We all need to grow in our consciousness and, you know, we all need to be aware that we are all here you know? And, um, anywho, that's the first point. The second point is Kodak Black, y'all. So Kodak Black ratchet ass got his, oh, child. He done got his ass on social media and he made a statement about Lauren London saying how he'll give her a year. And then after that, he was going to try to holler or hit that or whatever the fuck he said to her. Some really disrespectful ass shit. And, uh, Kodak Black has always been a fucking ratchet ass, just disrespectful, classless motherfucker. That's just, you know, he he has always been that person. This is nothing new. Two weeks ago, he was saying how he wanted to have sex with Young and May, who who is an openly a lesbian, a masculine lesbian at that, who does not like men at all. He was saying how he wanted to do all these vile things to her. So for me. <clears throat> you know, he he's just a very disrespectful guy. And and a lot of these young rappers just don't have, not all of them, but I'm saying a lot of them, they get on here and they show they ass and, and they disrespect women and they dis, they're just really disrespectful and careless. And, you know, we get, the, uh, I hate to say it, but, you know, that is a part of hip hop culture. You know, it is. A lot of the men in in this particular culture do not respect women. They don't. They look at women as property. They look at women as as, um, objects and they just kind of discard women. They just throw them to the side. And, And they run over them and they treat them like nothing, you know. And for me, I'm just like Kodak. I really and honestly, people did start canceling him, right? When I saw this story break on all the all the um all the celebrity blogs and shit like that, you guys, I was like, oh my god, I'm so glad that that they are canceling him. Like I was like, thank you, Jesus. Like thank you, God. Thank you. And um, <laughs> I, I you know they said that his his artwork from the Trap Museum got removed. Um, there, there is a place called the Trap Museum, I believe, in Atlanta or New York, some damn where. I don't know where it's at, but I did see um, that the, um, you know, the workers there at the museum, at the Trap Museum, they were removing um, Kodak's, you know, artwork and stuff. And I was like, you know what? Great, finally, y'all woke up and canceled him. Finally, 
Okay, look, we can't cancel everybody, you know, but at the same time, I just feel like some people, it's like, you know what, you're doing too much, girl, you're doing way too much, and we can't keep supporting this shit, you were over here, this woman lost her partner, she lost her life partner, yo, And there are many women like Laura London, by the way. You know, there are women in, in your everyday life who lose their men, black women, who, and, and Latina women too, but, you know, black women here in this case, black women who, um, who lose their men to violence. And they're just left there. And they're devastated. And I just, I just, it just really, uh, Kodak, you know what? You're fucking exhausting. Go crawl under a fucking bridge. And honestly, crawl under a fucking bridge and never come back out. I really hope that he suffers some type of like consequences for this. Like, I, you know, like I honestly hope that he loses radio play or something because honestly, his shenanigans are just, you're just at, at some point, we got to draw the fucking line. Now, you got away with dissing Young and May. You got away with talking about women the way you do. A lot of rappers get away with it, right? But, you know, at some point, it's like, you know what? You're taking it way too far. You're being being fucking heartless right now. You're being very heartless saying that to that lady like that. You know, getting, getting online and saying how you want to hit it in a year and saying some, oh my God, it just... Oh, it just, I just can't with the fucking shenanigans. So Kodak Black, fuck you. Sincerely. From the Perfect Blend podcast. We we cannot do it no more. Go sit, Just go away and don't come back out. I just, and the gag is that I feel like he will come back out because people, you know, <laughs> social media culture, cancel culture, celebrity culture. Fan culture, stan culture. People like controversy. People like negativity. People like drama. We all do. I'm just being honest. I mean, come the fuck on. Some people like these fucking antics and they get off on this shit. And I don't personally. And I feel like a majority of us don't get off on this shit here that he's doing, you know? And honestly, Kodak, I just, oh, thank God. I'm so glad you got canceled. I hope that you actually really, 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 truly get canceled because you're doing too much, child. I can't. I can't. I can't. So anyways, Um, Lauren London, you get a Yes Queen Award, my love. Lauren London, such a beautiful spirit. Um, You know... I send my prayers. You know, we all don't know her personally. We don't know these people personally, but, you know, we can still send prayers. These are public figures, you know? And, um, you know, I I just really hope that praying... I'm I'm sorry. Oh, Lord. I I meant to say Lauren. Sorry, you guys. I really, really hope that Lauren makes it through her grief. And I just... And I pray that she's protected, you know? Because honestly, I hope nobody hurts her. You see what I'm saying? Like, when it happened, I was just like, you know what, Lauren, I hope that you find safety real quick. Because, girl, like, go into hiding, okay? Make sure you get out of L.A. You know what I mean? So, 
for me, I was kind of like, you know what, girl? They didn't took your man, girl. Go into hiding. Protect your kids. Protect your family. And get the fuck out of here. You know? <laughs> so, because shit is too hot in these streets right now. You know? So, for me, um, you know, I just, I feel really, really, I just, anyways, you guys. Shout out to you, Lauren. Next topic. The marathon continues. Okay? We got to keep going. We all got to keep going, you guys. And, you know... Even outside of the black community, you know, in general, like we all got to just keep getting up every day. We got to We got to stay in it. And it's one of those things where it's like, you know what? We all are soldiers. You know, we all got to keep our head up and we all have to stay focused, you know, on our dreams, on our goals. We all have to love one another as well. We all have to love each other, you know, because tomorrow's not promised, you know, so and I feel like a lot of people don't even take that seriously, but it's it's like, you know what, tomorrow is not guaranteed or promised to any of us, you know, so I just, I really hope that we all are aware of that and we all value and love each other and appreciate every moment we have with each other, you know, anyways, now let's move forward, you guys. Oh, Jesus. Oh my God. Some of these topics, y'all, it takes a lot out of me sometimes. It really does. It does. Now. (laughs) We're moving forward. So, in news this week, um, Wendy Williams filed for divorce. Finally, y'all. Finally. Finally, Wendy Child, you know, Wendy was married to to Kevin Hunter for 25 years. I believe 21 to 25 years. They've been together and married uh, for 25 years. And for 11 of of those 25 years, Kevin has been having an affair with Sharina Hudson, a.k.a. Nikki. (laughs) Shout out to Charlamagne the God, y'all, okay? Um, You know, he's been having an affair with... um, with this woman and Wendy has known about it and you know there are alleged allegations of physical abuse um but Sharina gave birth to a baby last week she gave birth and Wendy Williams um you know husband is the baby's father and you know now Wendy has always said you know, nobody worry about my marriage. We're good over here. You worry about my marriage when you don't see this ring on my finger. That's the only time <laughs> that you worry about my marriage and us not being together, honey. When you don't see this wedding ring, that means it's over, right? So, as you know, Wendy Williams, after taking a week hiatus from the show, she did announce um, that she would be taking a week off after Sharina gave birth. She went on the show the next day and was like, you know what? I'm taking a planned break, right? Now, this past week, she returned and she didn't have her ring. And there was a video that surfaced around on the internet of her, you know, getting her hair and makeup done. And she was smiling at the camera and she kept playing with her hands and she kept highlighting her her ring finger on her hands. And everyone noticed that the ring was gone. So they were like, ooh. And then TMZ broke the story at 6.30 in the morning this past Tuesday, you guys. I believe it was Tuesday. Yeah, I think it was Tuesday morning. They broke the story that uh, Wendy filed for divorce and it's official. It is documented. It is true. 
valid sources, you know, from Wendy Williams' team have confirmed that, right? So, it's out there. The cat's out the bag. Now, initially, uh, you know, I think I think there was some sort of, like, damage, damage control happening, right? Where people were saying, oh, you know, the, the divorce is amicable. You know, Kevin handled it well. You know, both of them are on the same page. But of course, y'all, we don't fucking believe that shit, right? So of course, the realty broke. And the realty broke via B. Scott. How you doing? Okay. So my, <laughs> v, uh, shout out to Love B. Scott. We love you here, girl. At the perfect blend. Mama B. Scott. So B. Scott broke the story um, <laughs> of how the divorce papers were served. So according to this particular source, um, (laughs) Wendy Williams had a gift box delivered to Kevin, wrapped in a bow. She had a pretty gift box wrapped in a bow, delivered to Kevin. Inside the gift box were the divorce papers. When the individual who handed him the, uh, the, the divorce papers gave him the papers and the, and the box or whatever or whatever, you know, gave him the box with the papers inside. They said, you have now been served. Let the church say amen. How you doing? <laughs> Let the church say amen, you guys. And, you know, honestly, Wendy has been going through it, y'all. Y'all remember when she fell the fuck out and fainted last year, all right? I was like, bitch, what the fuck? Now, Wendy, what is going on, girl? What the hell is happening up in here? She didn't pass out on the stage. Big old eyes shot, just fell on the floor. And I just was like, oh my God, some shit is going on. I, and I remember when that happened, I'm not going to lie. I thought she relapsed. I already thought she was on drugs. I was like, you know what? I think she probably using again. You know? Um, and, you know, drug, you know, people who have addictions and stuff like that, especially drug and dick drug and alcohol addiction, you know, those are really, 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 really hard battles to fight. It is such a mental battle. It is such a spiritual battle, you know, when you have an addiction, you know? And, um, so for me, I was worried because I, you know, I'm a Wendy fan. I do joke about her. You know, we kind of shade her, we play around, but, but I, but I really, really love and admire and respect Wendy Williams, you know? especially for the whole radio thing, you know? So for me, I was like, damn, I'm worried about my girl. I love Wendy. So I'm like, girl, I'm worried. What the fuck is going on? You over here falling out and shit. Then she has a shoulder thing. And I'm like, you know what? Something ain't right. Something ain't right. There is a fire in the house. There's smoke, okay? Wherever there's smoke, there's fire. Something right. Something right, bitch. Something right. So... (laughs) So, Wendy, you know, honestly, I'm so glad that you finally got the strength to file for divorce and leave. I just pray that she's safe, y'all. I pray that Kevin does not hurt her because Kevin, he's real crazy. You know, Kevin, there are rumors of him hurting a lot of people and harassing a lot of people. And um, oh, also to you guys, after the papers were served, um, she also informed him that he was fired as her manager. And she also informed him that he did not have access to the um the studios that the Wendy Williams show um you know is filmed in right and that he's fired so he has no more access to her at all Wendy Williams has also looked for a new residence and a new place to stay this week as well and she's moving out of their house and um 
you know, she's she's trying her best to move on right now. And she's serious. So, um, the tea about this from valid sources, shout out to B. Scott, is that um Kevin was upset, y'all. He was pissed. He was upset that he didn't have access to the studios. And he was also upset that he got fired. Because Wendy is his meal ticket. Wendy is the breadwinner in the fucking relationship, right? Without her, his coins are basically drying up. So while he sat up here and had a baby with this lady, Wendy has ridded herself of the problem. Yes, it took a very, very long time. And and honestly, I think he has hit Wendy. I think he's been beating on Wendy because, you know, sources are saying, y'all, look, it's not even about sources. I feel like he has been putting that woman through it. I feel like he has been beating Wendy down to the ground. I'm talking whooping that lady. And, you know, it's not right. It's not fucking right. And, you know, it's just, uh, I'm just glad that Wendy has gotten the strength to see that she deserves to love herself and she deserves to take care of herself so kudos to you wendy here at the perfect blend you know um next topic so (laughs) uh jesse smollett you know this is another situation that i'm honestly exhausted with but just to update you guys briefly the city of chicago has filed a lawsuit Um, um i'm sorry the chicago the chicago police department um has filed a lawsuit due to the amount of time and the money that they put in to the whole Jesse Smollett, um, Jesse Smollett investigation, you know, when this all first happened in regards to the alleged uh, fake hate crime and the fake hoax or whatever. So now, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, actually, around there, around that time period, uh, Jesse, that all of the charges were dropped against him. Um, he forfeited, um, I believe, the the fine that he or the restitution fee or whatever. They forfeited his bond, and also they forfeited the restitution fee that he owed or whatever of um, of ten thousand dollars. Right. So you know, all he got was I think like a slap on the wrist and some community service or some shit like that. So. Anywho, now the the police department feels, the Chicago police department feels that he needs to pay them. So they want him to pay $130,000. And there are rumors that they actually might double that because they want him to pay the $130,000 for all of the fees and all the stuff that it took, all the money they put into the whole investigation. But they also want him to pay an additional $130,000. Because, um, you know, just to tell him, you know what, we're making a point. So once again, I don't, we all don't really know what really happened. Something is very fishy about the situation, obviously. And, you know, uh, 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 let's let that situation go. I'm done. I I just, I don't know what to believe. Once again, a part of me, I'm kind of like, He didn't lie. A part of me is like, this is looking a little witchy, a little fishy, darling. I don't know what the fuck to think, so I don't know. So, now, okay, so now to some lighter shit. Okay, so Kim Kardashian, you guys. Kim K, girl, how you doing? Let me stop saying how you doing, y'all. This is not the Wendy show, okay? But um, Kim K... 
she wants to become a lawyer, girl. And and she announced this week that she wants to become a lawyer because she wants to start doing good. She was like, she, she stated that she feels that if she had more knowledge and that if she knew more, she could do more. She could do better. She can do good. So for me, I'm like, you know what, girl? We all know how the career started. No shade, but, you know, rather you respect Kim or not, Yes, their family is problematic in how they treat black people and stuff like that. But from from the hustler standpoint, get your coins, girl. And, you know, because for me, I'm like, you know what? She's she's a girl who took it and flipped it. All these girls want to be Kim K. Okay, so for me, I'm like, you know, all the little girls, all the little video vixens and stuff like that. Kim K had the sex tape. She took it. Her mama flipped it. They made a career. Now, you know, people got to start some damn where, right? Shit, get your money. So, <laughs> you know, some people may agree with it, some people don't. But for me, I'm like, you know what? You, you, at least you're over here making it work for you, girl. Shit. At least you're doing it right. If you're going to be that way, girl, at least you're doing it right. And now she changed. Now she has a husband. Now she's a mother. She has children. People grow, you know? And Kim K wants to do good in this world. And, you know... She wants to become a lawyer. Now, everybody was like, oh, my God, girl, how the hell you going to be a lawyer? You didn't even go to fucking college, girl. Will this be another repeat of uh, of uh, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman, girl? Is this another college scandal, girl? Are you, are you paying your way to the top? Are you buying your JD to be a lawyer? Your law degree, girl? So, you know, people were thinking that and saying that, and some people were confused. Hell, I even was confused. I was like, now, Kim, don't you got to go and get your undergraduate degree and then actually get into law school? Don't that take about a good six to ten years to do that, girl? How the hell we going to do it in four years? So, apparently, in the United States of America, there are only two states that allow you to not go to law school and you can still have the opportunity to become a lawyer without going to undergraduate and having your first major or whatever that is and then going into law school properly and properly being vetted, right? So California and I believe Idaho or Ohio, I I honestly, I'm so sorry, you guys, I'm a little foggy, but there's another state outside of California, of course, that allows you to um, study for four years and take the bar exam. So while you're studying for these four years, you also have to be trained and mentored by a licensed attorney who monitors your hours. And I believe you have to have like three attorneys or something like that. But basically, you study and they monitor your hours and they help you study and they be- you have to have a certain amount of hours and you also have to study for the bar exam before being qualified enough to actually take the bar exam, right? So great. So Kim K, she uh, announced that she'll be studying for the next, you know, four years and that she hopes that by 2020, she can take that bar exam. So you know what, Kim? Look, life has a way of giving us paths, honey, and we all have to find our fucking calling, bitch. And honestly, <laughs> look, y'all, can I get an amen in the church, honey? I, you know, p- 
people have to find their calling, you know, and shit. Who knew that busting it wide open could lead to you being a lawyer? Shit. And that and that's not even shade. That's look, y'all, listen, listen, it's not shade. Who knew that busting it wide open? Busting it wide open on camera, darling. Who knew that, you know, it's about 15, 10 years later, whatever, that, you know, not 15. I think it's been about like eight, eight or nine or ten years since then. But um who knew that you that we would have a lawyer out of the situation, okay? You know, that's that's just that's just the comedy of me, you guys. But seriously, you know, shout out to you, Kim. Kudos. You know, you want to change your life. Um, you know, keep growing as a person. And you know what? We we cannot slut shame her, y'all. You know, people have to grow. People have to grow, you know, and she she's a mother, she's a wife. And she wants to, she wants to make her, she wants to find her purpose. And hell, maybe law is her fucking calling. Her daddy was a fucking lawyer, shit. So it's like, you know, maybe law is her calling, you know? So, and and she has helped people. She's helped Santoya Brown, you know? So she's done some good things, you know? So shit, as long as you helping the right people, that's it. So girl, good luck to you, girl. Um, So... We're going to take a little moment, you guys. I'm going to give you all a little 15-second break, okay? Mm. So, you guys, the last topic. Now I'm returning back. Uh, First of all, if you are still listening to my show, thank you. Before I get into my last topic, thank you guys so much for supporting me. You know, um, for me, you know, I don't have a lot of listeners yet, but I do have listeners. And for the ones who do listen to me, I I really appreciate it because, you know, doing this show, um, it, it, it is definitely testing me because, you know, while I do love and I appreciate commentary, um, now it's sort of like a second job for me outside of school and outside of my job, you know? So for me, while I am passionate about it, (laughs) it's a job now. And sometimes I'm like, you know what, why am I doing this? You know, I'm not popular enough. Nobody care. You know, nobody really, my show's not getting a lot of hits or whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not really getting paid off of this, you know, but I do it because I love it. And honestly, it's about consistency and I know that if I stay consistent one day, this show will be good. I will be able to make, you know, a little bit of coin off of this. And I will also be in a space where hopefully my show is with a network, you know, where I'm with Loudspeakers Network or any other podcasting network who actually put some some more money behind me, child, <laughs> and, and, you know, lets me be myself. So... With that being said, you guys, you got to keep sharing my show. You got to keep spreading the word. Leave a review on iTunes and Spotify, y'all. And for the ones who have already done it, I thank you so much. And I love you and I appreciate you. And it's about helping a sister out. And if you're working on something, send it to me, y'all. And I'll help you out too. You know, we got to pay it forward. So for me, um, thank you guys. Shout me out on I, on my Instagram page at Kday. That's K-A-E-D-A-Y-Y, Okay. I love you. Thank you so much. Next topic. This is my last topic, y'all. Now, this is some fucking buffoonery and bullshit. 
So now y'all know how, actually y'all probably don't know, but I, uh, sororities and fraternities I really don't care for. Uh, black ones, white ones, I think it's fucking stupid personally. But <laughs> at the same time, some people find community, you know, in these settings. It's great. But um, it is what it is. Some people find community. There are good people in these organizations as well. There are bad people in these organizations as well. So a story broke um, earlier this week. Um, uh, an HBCU, Fort Valley University, had a breaking story of a woman by the name of Alicia Jeanette Johnson being indicted on a prostitution ring at the school. Oh my God. Oof. Lord Jesus. Father. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, 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 oh my God. So this particular woman, now she is an AKA. She is a graduate advisor as well of, you know, um, Fort Valley University. And she's also, you know, an AKA. And apparently she had um, some girls that she had as, you know, as prostitutes on campus. And she was over here selling these girls to um, executives, um, other school officials, and um, other students who all wanted these girls and visitors of the campus and things like that, higher people as well, who wanted to have these young girls. And uh, Alicia, right along with six other people, six men, they're, all their names have not... Actually, their names have been released, but I'm not going to say their fucking names. But um, anyways, all of them were indicted. Um, each one of them can face up to 12 months of incarceration and or a $5,000 fine. Um, and let's see. Uh, right along with that, or they can also receive an $1,000 fine per count for solicitation of sodomy and prostitution. So, um, yeah, it, it's it's really crazy. And by the way, this story, uh, this is uh, one of the sources. Shout out to UB Scott. Love you so much. That's where I got it from, you guys. Right? Valid source, okay? Um, the district attorney said in a press release on Friday that the charges were, quote unquote, the result of a nearly long, year-long, a nearly year-long investigation into illegal conduct related to Fort Valley State University. Oh, my God. Lord Jesus Christ. You know, <sighs> this is a hot-ass mess. And, you know, honestly, I, you know, I remember earlier, you know, in my college days, you know, I, I was dying. I was like, oh, my God, I wish I was in a sorority. I wish I, you know, I wish I was a part of it. And I'm just like, girl, oof. I don't want no parts of it, darling. You know, a lot of people do a lot of corrupt things behind closed doors, okay? And that doesn't mean that all sororities and all fraternities do bad things. But all I'm saying is that a lot of people do a lot of corrupt things behind closed doors, okay? And a lot of people cause bad in the world. And, you know, I for me, I'm just like, oh, girl, y'all are a hot-ass mess. And, you know... It is what it is, shit. So, it's it's a crazy, bizarre story, you know? And this is not any disrespect to any of the AKAs or any of that. I'm just saying this is a hot-ass mess. And get your shit together, girl. Like, y'all over here 
prostituting the the, the, the young girls on campus. Y'all are, ugh, Lord, Father God. Anywho, that's the last topic of the show. <laughs> and I have a few more minutes left. Um, yeah, that is the end of my show, y'all. And I'm, and you know, the marathon continues. <laughs> outside of the celeb gossip you know I'm a person we're all people and you know once again I, I know that this the opening of my show was kind of heavy and and I, and I pray that if I triggered you I apologize and any of the topics I've discussed you know if I triggered anyone I do apologize um but I want you to know that that I you know this is all coming from a genuine place and you know I I really, really thank y'all for tuning in. I really, 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 really do. Thank you for supporting a woman like myself, trying to step into this radio theme, trying to find my voice, trying to step into this podcast world by myself. You know, this is my own show. And I know I I feel like I always say this is a one-woman show. But for me... You know, I, I, I'm really, really thankful for this. And I'm, I, I really am. And I'm so thankful that you guys listen to me and support your girl, you know. But, you know, I know it's been such a sad time in regards to, you know, Nipsey's death. And we, we all have to honor him and honor, you know, our other loved ones who die as well. And we all have to take that positive energy that 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 individual left and you know we all have to keep we all have to keep our heads up you know and it gets hard out here sometimes you know especially in adulthood you know especially in adulthood we as young adults and even as older adults life can be very unexpected and you know I, I think for me, even myself, you know, I, I think about the people who I love and I'm like, you know what, I I be telling my people, like, I love you, you know, because you never know. You just never know. And that doesn't mean I'm perfect. That don't mean they're perfect. You know, we're all human. And for me, I, I, I'm an avid believer in, you know, we got to appreciate each other while we're here. We have to give each other flowers, you know, and for the people who are not giving you flowers, move on, girl. But, you know, appreciate your families, appreciate your, your partners, if, if you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a, a life partner, whatever you got, everyone who's in your world, we got to be grateful. We, we, we have to be grateful about where we are because for some reason we're here and there is so much chaos going outside right now. There is so much chaos going on in this world, but I'm thankful to be here and, and I hope you are too, you know, and we gotta, we gotta, we gotta value each other, y'all, because, and this, this goes be, this is a black thing, this is a white thing, this is a Latino thing, this is a, it don't matter what you are, you gotta love your people, and, you know, you have to, LGBT, whatever you are, a pony, a unicorn child, you, you gotta, we all have to find and get back to that sensitivity, you guys, don't let this world kill the light inside of you. You know, don't don't let this world kill that positivity in you. You know, I know it gets hard, you know, and I see I'm over here. Oh, Lord, y'all look a bitch. I'm over here turning into Evangelist Starks. OK, Evangelist. 
okay? Y'all bringing out the preacher in me, honey. I feel like I'm on the pulpit. But, no, but for real. You know, th- this world could be a very dark place. And I feel like this is why there there's light. You know, there's still some light within us, you know? And, and we gotta, you just gotta appreciate and love each other. And, you know, and, and, and thank the universe and God or whoever you believe in. You know, or if you don't believe in anything, just just be thankful that you're here and it may be hard and it might be good and it might be nothing, you know, your life or whatever. But, you know, you you really just got to appreciate the time that you have and try to make 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 it into something. For me, example, you know, I don't have all the answers. I kind of don't even really know where my life is going right now. You know, all I do know is that I love doing my podcast. I'm so thankful that I have the opportunity to pursue my education after some setbacks that I had in my life that weren't fair. Um, and I'm, and you know, I'm thankful that I'm trying my best to stay on my path and I'm thankful that I have not given up. I, you know, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be at all, but I'm where I'm right now in this moment. I'm where I'm meant to be. And you know, right now, if you're listening to this show, (laughs) you are where you are supposed to be in your life. And it's not perfect. I get it. Nothing is perfect, you know. But in due time, you know, like you you gotta you gotta keep going. And it gets hard, you know. And even for Lauren London, I'm I'm sure she's like, oh my God, how can I keep going? Like he was my everything. You know, how, how, how can I, I've never, and even in her speech at the funeral, she was like, you know what? I've never felt a pain like this before. Now I've hurt in my life. I've been hurt, but this is a different type of hurt that I have never felt. And, you know, that, that is a different type of hurt. You know, a lot of us, like me, I've never lost a romantic partner. I've never, you know, um, even with death, I, I haven't experienced a close person to me die yet. And if that day comes, you know, I, I'm not trying to speak that into existence. I'm just saying I've had people around me die. I think my grandmother, my, my grandma was probably the closest person to me. Um, you know, but her death was sort of like one of those understandable deaths where it's like, OK, I get it. She was up there in age. I understand, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, one of the, uh, I'm sorry to end this on a heavy note, you guys, but I'm just saying we, we all got to love each other and we got to keep, keep our heads up as best as we can. Even if we're crying, even if we're kind of falling, we got to keep our heads up. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to episode 10. The marathon continues. Shout out to, to Nip, Nipsey Hustle and shout out to my community, you know, and shout out to my listeners who are a part of my community as well. <laughs> and um, I love y'all. And we, you know, just stay positive, you guys. And we're going to make it through. These have been some heavy topics, but I'm staying in the game and so are you, okay? Thank you so much for listening to The Perfect Blend, my humble ass podcast for your motherfucking ass look at me getting i'm over here cussing y'all let me get out of here thank you i love you bye